Hello, welcome to part two of our three-parter episode for the Corners podcast. Hopefully you guys like part one, where we broke down the first 20 of our Indie Corner slash Music Corner artists. And as we get into part two here, this is where the new artists that we have, haven't been able to talk about all too much, so from artists 21 to 40. Hopefully you guys like it, and here we go. <laughs> So yeah, continuing on, it is the new ones of the new wave, and it is Chapman. So I just love Chapman. Chapman, everything I I want, everything I want. I'm just Chapman. I want to be the the person that was doing the videography for that for that music video. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything is so good. It's so good. I am. I am. I'm just a kind man. Such an amazing song. Music videos on point. Everything is so so good. But you know, what what did you initially thought about them, Gray? I've I I remember that the week after we did the the podcast for the episode, you said I am so mad that we weren't able to talk about Chapman. <laughs> so now now is your chance. <laughs> like Chapman was the cutoff or Jungry was the cutoff point Chapman's like the week after like ah but no yeah like Chapman's really really good I, I really like this guy Styles his vocals I'm Just a Kind Man is such a good song and does he have more than two songs on YouTube because that's all I could find and that, that kind nope. of bums me out <laughs> No, that really bumps me out because he has two great songs. Like, I I didn't like We Walk as much as I'm Just a Kind Man, but it's still a really good song, and I just want to hear more by Chapman. Ah, this is infuriating. A, a good type of infuriating, <laughs> I guess, would be a good way to put it. Because I want more, I want more, and I'm not, I'm being denied. So, it, it yeah, like, oh my lord, Chapman's so good. Like I can I can hear the tone now in my head. I mean, we're covering forty groups, and there are sometimes where I'm really having to dig back into my skull to try to remember like how some of these songs are going that we're talking about. And I don't for I'm just a kind of man. It's right there at the forefront. It's like boom, there it is. Like I like that song is just it sticks with you like glue, and it's so good. Oh. He actually would have like been higher on my likes if he had more than two songs, but uh, two songs still like oh my lord, this dude's awesome. So I think Gray just said everything I was gonna say because uh, I freaking love Chapman and I, I mean the style, the smooth beats. I'm just a kind man is such like a nice transition for that song and Yutaka's vo- vocals are super smooth and easy on the ears and I'm so disappointed they only have two songs I I was 
so upset when I found that out. I listened to I'm Just a Kind Man again, and then I listened to Walk, and I'm like, there has to be more, and there wasn't any more. So I am super, super disappointed and upset about that because they really took me by surprise and how much I loved them. So I want more, and soon. Yeah, so to add to what everybody else said, I also am deeply in love with Chapman. Um, I, I'm looking forward to their future. Or I, I really hope that people catch on to them, really. Because they're so good at what they do. Like, if you think about why is I'm Just, I'm just a Kind Man, like, why is it such a good song? It's like, you realize that not only like the songwriting itself is just so narrative but really the delivery of uh, Yutaka's voice um the way that uh, uh Juisha's keyboards are, are are mixed in it it just really sucks you into the mood that the song and the atmosphere that's created by it right you feel you feel and it really helps that the video itself the, is great right like the story in the video just perfectly complements the theme of the song and like I just feel like I wish they had like a bigger budget to work with I feel like I wish they had more resources right because clearly if you can make such a genuinely just like heart-wrenching like really smooth like just song that makes you feel so many different things like just only getting like what 2,000 views then like Clearly, Chapman has the potential to do so much more, right? And so, I really, really, really hope that they get the attention that they deserve in the near future. Because they are definitely one of, if not my favorite artists on this list. And continuing on, it is Showmore. And, you know, with Tendre, Showmore it was the t- one of the two artists that light the spark of rebellion in my mind of what type of music that I'm going to be mostly listening to for the rest of the rest of my life because along with along with Tendre and Syrup too we'll get to him Shomar was probably the transition piece of the style of music that I really do love now and One Millimeter and Circus is is so great it's so great Minami's vocals is just like an angel that's that's wants me to go up to heaven and bring me with her please <laughs> but yeah with that let's how how'd you like them Rufford? oh i really like show more so um at first all i had to base my impression on was circus right so i thought oh you know circus is a great song right it's it's along the same vein on the same sort of musical style as like you mentioned um tender and uh like syrup and maybe even ink right this sort of neo soul uh, jazz rb sort of fusion but um listening past that wow i was really really impressed because um nezu manami just has so much soul in her voice right like oh my yep. gosh yep. like they're yep. so yep. smooth and just hot right like <laughs> listening to like their songs like Univath just got me like that song is like so like like oh I don't know I just really like um 
Monami's voice, and I think it's just the music complements it really well. I think they they do remind me somewhat, you know, uh, between Joe Decoy Association. If anyone's familiar with them, they're a sort of jazzy uh, mm. fusion band, and um, but I feel like just Nezu Monami's voice just has so much more like. Oomph and soul and just like character to it so i really like shomar yeah for me i i don't know like uh shomar was just another one of those groups it's i i had the struggle with but i will say i really really like their song now probably because i just I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of syrup uh i i will say like i do like the leads vocals as like she has a really, really nice voice, and of uh, you, you know, like I think this is going to be like one of those groups where like I'm going to come back to in a few years and absolutely love them. But right now, like it's just I don't like I just I really struggled find trying to find something that really spoke to me, and and so what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. They all have it's. They're all just making noise, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm honestly, I'm kidding. But yeah. You're not wrong, though. <laughs> and you, Luna? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, everybody we talk about is making noise. So I really like Nesu Minami's vocals. I think she has an extremely powerful voice, even though it's and it's a little bit higher pitched, which is what I really liked. And just with the flow of her vocals with Inoue Atsushi's uh, keyboards, I I loved it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was the jazzy fun sound, you know, which made uh, Nezuminami's voice really shine. And I felt like they were not just jazz, but they had that little bit of that R&B flavor in there, too. Yeah, definitely. So, and you can really hear Nezuminami's emotion show in many of their songs. And I think Circus is a great example of that. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, continuing on here, it is Ainamida, or I guess I'm young 2.0. <laughs> but yeah, you know, she is a vocalist that literally just started. <laughs> and she is one of those, another one of those artists that, you know, I can't be really harshly upon because she just started. And I'll come back to her the next time well there might not be a next time but i'll come back to her again eventually but she's uh she'll need to do a little bit more growing so to speak she does have some really good songs and she does pull off that singer songwriter guitar player female vocalist thing to a t and you know hey if everything falls into place she'll probably be the next big thing right after i'm young what did you think about her, Gray? Well, you you call her Aimeon 2.0. I want to know if she's Aimeon's younger sister. Like, just <laughs> it's just it's just like it's just uncanny. Cause I mean, her her style and her music. I mean, it just reminds me a lot of Aimeon. Just where Aimeon's music does lean a little bit more towards like the poppy side of things. Hers isn't quite nearly as poppy as what Aimeon is. But still, if you like Aimeon, Aimeon, I, I, I think it's a safe bet. Like, they, they're re- like she's really good. 
She has a nice voice. She has a really strong musical sense. I mean, she her name also starts with I. I mean, you, you know, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just <laughs> saying. Also, her her song Oto Nisei uh, Banashi. That that song is insane. Uh, that's a really good song. So, like, yeah, yeah. I'm young fan. If you're not listening to I Namida, you're doing it wrong. You should tell your kids to listen to her record. Yeah, my kids, all uh, zero of them. So, yeah. No, I, um, meant, I meant your students. Oh! Not, 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 not your lineage. Oh, oh my god, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alright. Sorry, I that, know that, you're that, that's trying that's to <laughs> No, 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 okay, no. I, 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 I'll actually, I actually will ask um, one of them, because one of them is a big Imeon fan, so... <laughs> Sorry. So I I really like Namida Ai. Uh, I thought her vocals are really good, but I'm gonna say a little something different than I'm I'm 2.0. I actually thought she sounded like a combination between Ayaka and Miwa. I knew, oh, yeah, 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 I knew yeah, yeah. Miwa okay. was gonna yeah. come into this conversation uh, somehow. You knew it. It's only a matter of time. Because Miwa also has that singer songwriter you know guitarist thing going on. And Miwa also has a really highish voice. Mm, mm, mm. So I felt like Nami to I had that combination of Miwa's, like, a little bit of a high voice, but she had the rapsy, like, the rap, how do you spell, like, that rapsy vocals a little bit, like Ayaka does. Mm, 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 mm. So for me, that was just, like, that meshing combination. I didn't even think of Aimeon. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but Aimeon kind of does have that same vibe, you know, of, some of the artists like that if you mesh them all together <laughs> but that's who namida i reminded me of and i can see her doing very very well as you see how well i'm done and miwa and ayaka and anyone who does the singer songwriter plus guitar capabilities just boom they pretty much get on the map and i know she's still really new so i want to hear a lot more from her I, I think her that some of the songs she's released right now are fantastic. Mm. And I want to see where she's going to go from here and what her next songs are going to be. But I did love uh, Mudezuki Ureshi and Oto... My kanji's horrible. Oto Nash... Is it Nashi? Yeah. Nise? Oto yeah. Nise? Nise. Oto Nise Banashi. But I really, really loved her, and I want to hear more from her. So I'm going to keep her on my spotlight. Yeah, so um, for Ainamida, you know, she's, she's, she's very new, she's very young. And there's something very innocent and very precious about the songs that she writes, right? Like, she has the same sort of, like, earnest conviction that other uh, acoustic guitar-driven singer-songwriters do. Like, say, for instance, Aimeon and uh, even Miwa. That's I didn't think I didn't think about Miwa until until you brought it up, Luna. But that's a great comparison as well. Um, but yeah, she has. Uh, I wouldn't say they have any edge, but like she has, like she's really has a lot of smooth out like innocence tone to her songs. So I think um, she just needs a little bit more time, not even to like change her songwriting, but just to like get get like recognition because I think people will enjoy her a lot. So. Yeah, you know, it's it's something that I'll look forward to in the meantime. And then we continue on to Mosaic Art, which is pretty unfortunate. They are a four-member 
pop rock band and they haven't released stuff in quite a while but they've been teasing on twitter that they are recording a couple new songs so maybe we'll get a new release fairly soon it took about about two months after they said they were doing studio stuff to formally announce a new album so you know maybe we'll get there just maybe Yeah, what did you think about them, Luna? For Mosaic yeah. Art? Um, I think they can show they can do a great range of style, to be honest. Because they have, you know, they can go from like this gloomy to more of a synthesized beat. And Kaze is one that shows, it's just such a beautiful song filled with so much emotion. And that really caught me off guard. I just loved that song and I had to replay it. And uh, Konoha's voice just shows all that emotion so well, and I I just adored it. And then and like in Owarane Tabichini, it has like a heavier guitar, so you you hear like the heavier side of that. Well, you got, and I just think it's so beautiful in a lot of those songs. They each have a unique composition feel to them which is why i really like them everyone sounds completely different than the last of me yeah building off of what luna just said so uh yeah i think the mosaic art truly is a diverse canvas of pop music right so they have um every song on the album is is is, is different right so they describe themselves as dramatic pop which i think is fitting because they drastically change the style of their music from song to song uh, however, they see fit to match the theme of the song in particular. So you have songs um, like uh, Akatsuki no Machi, which is done in the style of maybe like a Slavic sort of folk music kind of uh, feeling to it. You have uh, Aizu, which really gives the feeling of like an anime opening theme, like granted those pop sort of style music. And you have Tsuyoku no Toshin, which really has a sort of samba-like feel to it. Um, so they're really versatile, but there's something about their songs, despite going through so many different styles, that just really makes them sound like mosaic art, right? They're not just emulating these different styles and losing uh, the character that makes them who they are. There's something very unique to the way that they approach it. And vocalist Konoha has what I can describe as very anisong styled vocals. She has a lot of clarity that cuts through the mix for whatever they're doing. So um, at first I thought, you know, I guess there's definitely a band that you can't base your opinion on off of one song, considering that they're so diverse. I think the first song I heard was, um, what was the song we have listed in the article? Uh, I can't remember, but yeah, I'm glad that I was able to listen to their album because... Yeah, I guess I understand like better where they're coming from, and I think they're a great group. Owarane, Owarane, Tabini. Okay, that that is the one. I see. But yeah, it's they're really great, and I I I've loved their their style that they go all around. They're just not sticking to one style. They're just evolving in every little piece of way, which is really good. And finally, you, Gray. I gotta say, for me personally, and I, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna be a little different in this. I did love them. Don't don't get me wrong. But 
Uh, like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good, but for me, actually, they actually remind me a little bit of Flood, but like kind of like the opposite of Flood. But if you look at like all of their tracks and songs, like they're 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 fairly short. They're not as short as Flood, but they're not much longer. I think like well, two and a half. I think another thing is too that they're all samples. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's oh, that's okay. another thing is too. What the, all the stuff they they always just zoom out right in the middle of the song. So I don't know if it's the full song or not. They're just giving us samples. Yeah, that's another oh, thing. Is too. I, I I thought I thought that's how the song ended <laughs> for me. So 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 I was like, oh, because because it fades. yeah, it just fades like, randomly. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought I thought that was intentional because it was on all of their songs. So I thought that was just part of their their style or whatnot. I, I don't know. You could be right, but yeah, no, I, I really really like them. I love their their um their melody and like their sounds and like they have a really good composition. It's the way that they're able to piece them together. You do kind of get a sense of a, a mosaic art piece. So you know the name makes sense. And it was funny because like the first song I heard, I didn't quite get that. But then I, the more of their music I heard, the more I got it. And and that's when you kind of realize it's like a collective sort of thing that they're doing. And and that's that's when it really hit me. And I was like, oh yeah. So, so the, their name's actually really fitting. Just it's it's not visual mosaic. It's auditory mosaic. I guess is the way to put it. So it, it's. It's different and interesting, and I really, really like them. My favorite song mm. was uh, Mato Giwa. Yeah, those are. That is a really good song. Oh man, oh man, oh man. I'm I'm very very excited about their songs. <laughs> but continuing on, it is Aomidoru. And oh god, okay. I also gotta push F out of respect for them. Because they are a four-member uh, dual vocus, vocal, I guess, lounge band. <laughs> lounge style band. You, know, you, I, you, I you, you put Cabaret that's, in the original the, article. And that, that's, yeah. Oh, Cabaret. Cabaret lounge. Similar it's thing. Sim, sim, potato, similar potato, thing. Yeah. potato potato. So, but, you know, the first and foremost, the pipes on these vocals. God damn. Sally got good pipes <laughs> god damn <laughs> <laughs> i honestly forgot how powerful her vocals are up until i stopped listening to them and I, when i picked them back up again i was like jesus jesus <laughs> i was so surprised by that but you know ever since the release of their mini album they haven't gotten to anything after that and the the lead vocalist ended up t- taking a break due to medical conditions and the the drummer withdrawal from the band so I'm like mm, uh, hopefully there's still hope for them but yeah I mean what 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 did you think about them Renford yeah, so they always, uh, Aomidoro always has a lot of energy in their music with their dynamic dual vocal setup. Whether that energy is straight up rock and roll with a song like, um, uh, Kuroi, sorry, Kuroi Supankoru, or if that energy is more of a loungy jazz pop with, um, Weru to 
sorry. Oyaru to Hanabata. Yeah, so there's a nice contrast between the vocal timbres of the lead vocalist, Sally, or Arakawa Tambourine Sally, and the bassist's vocals, Terumaki Maka.、Um, I feel like uh,、um, Sally has a lot of like, husk and soul in her voice. Like, like you said, she has good pipes. And,、um, whereas Maka has a lot more、uh, of a smoother voice, right? So there's a nice sort of balance and contrast between their two vocal styles. And so.、Um, Yeah, it's unfortunate that、uh, their future seems a little uncertain, but I hope that they put more music out. I think, yeah, my favorite song was、uh, Kuro. Sorry. Yeah, it was Kuro、um, Supa Ankoru. Yeah. <laughs> so.、Uh, yeah, no. I really, really like these girls. I love the cabaret sort of. Lounge style feel that their music has. It's something that you don't really hear too often. And, you know, there's something mesmerizing about it, I guess is a good way to put it. And I don't know, it, it kind of saddens me a little bit that we're not going to get to hear anything more from them. Yeah, you're right. Sally's voice is just insane and amazing. And, You know, hopefully, you know, maybe you know, something can come around or whatnot. Circumstances change all the time. So, hopefully, you know, we get to hear more. And, you know, hope, I'm looking forward to it if we do. It's a sad day if we don't, though. It's very unfortunate. My favorite song was Beruto Hanata Tabe. Taba. Hanata Taba. Um, so I agree, Sally's vocals are freaking insane. There's she has very deep, powerful vocals, and the bassist is freaking awesome. I loved Maka, and not only can she sing, she's rad on the bass. So I just love how they flow, and I can totally see the cabaret thing going on. Um, I'm really disappointed, you know, and I, I. I hope they do continue on as, you know, with some of the things going on with them. But I loved their music. I thought their songs were higher energy, a lot of fun. And they really do showcase that they have, that Sally's vocal capabilities in many of their songs. So, but my favorite song was actually the same as Gray's, was, uh. But yeah, continuing on up is Gray did Parmesan cheese. And、uh, first and foremost, I gotta yell this <gasps> anime! Sorry. Because <laughs> that's all I hear with this band. Just pure, unfiltrated anime. Sorry for headphone users.、Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I gotta push F for them too because、we'll、they formerly. Yeah, for the, for the listeners and for the band. Yeah, because、uh, they formally announced that they are,、uh, they're done. <laughs> back- really? Yeah, they're done back in January. Boo. Just sad. But they're, they're doing solo projects, so I wish them very, very well from that mo- point of view. So, what did you think about them, Gary? No, I, I love them. I love their high energy music, and, I, you know, I just really. Thought they were great. It just saddens me that they broke up, but you know, that I guess it comes with the territory sometimes. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, they had a really good arrangements, really good vocals, and, you know, high energy. Like, it's, like, that's just what I love in, the, in music, and uh, it's just, uh, it stinks. Prism's a great song, and, you know, it'll live on, even though they are no longer with us. So, I totally agree with the anime. The lead singer totally reminds me of a combination of Mizuki Nana and Nakagawa Shoko. So that is actually what I thought when I first heard them. It gave me the whole screaming anime vibe. But nonetheless, I did like Prism a lot because I am a sucker for a lot of the anime music or the theme songs. So very disappointed they did. They're done for. But maybe the singer will find another project because she she actually had an interesting voice. I liked her her sound i think she could do very well as a voice actress or just do some anime themes so yeah prism was pretty dang good too bad that'll be their only one yeah yeah so basically what everybody else said they have that whole anime song sound on lock um yeah whether it's the like the blaring distorted power chords in the chorus to the 80s glam rock as guitar solos and shred riffs in the verses and uh yeah minatsu's vocals just ah, it reminds me of a seiyu singer i can't remember the name of i, I know there is at least one or two like anime singer or seiyu singers that like they don't sound exactly like her but like her vocals kind of remind me of that if anyone like can put a name to that but Lisa. yeah <laughs> uh maybe not lisa yeah kind of yeah kind yeah yeah kind of a little. a little a little but yeah it's a shame that their run is over because they have what one song but yeah, yeah so i i also hope the same as um everybody else that um we can hear more of their individual projects right especially uh minatsu because i think she'd be a great anime singer as well so but yeah continuing on it is crack and I am very, very happy that the YouTube algorithm had taught me one important thing to just put your songs on random because I found them by using the YouTube algorithm and they are a, an amazing band, honestly. I have, they took me out of surprise, like really out of surprise and just this, this five-member band is... They they take such a fresh take on several genres and they mix their own composition with it and it's something very very special I think. So let's start with you, Luna. Um, so I like the mixture mixture of the different instruments they kind of use in their song, such as koi. They have the flute in there along with the keyboard. So I really like the usage of the flute because you don't see that too often in songs in general. Um, they had a really good upbeat sound, kind of like the jazz fusion feel. But I really like Tomomi Oda's cute vocals because she, I mean, they were cute, but they're also a little higher to make them not like super, super cute, which I liked. Um, but her and uh, music composition just they both flow really well together, but I still think No Goodbye actually shows her vocal range as well as the emotions in the song. But I feel like her 
like Tomomi really brings something to the group because her voice just flows so well with the melodies and it gives it a little something special. Uh, yeah, so I love um, Cracklacks. I actually heard them on the radio uh, a couple months back in Japan and t to me that really signaled um, the coming for their success, right? So I'm glad that they're getting more recognition. Um, so I believe this this band was formed at uh, a music school, right? So all of them have a lot of background in studying various forms of music. And it really shows because um, they, I guess of all the, the sort of fusion bands that we talked about on the list, they, they can get very complicated, right? Like they have a lot of different sounds, whether it's like adding in flutes, like Luna mentioned on Mado, to like um just laying on really heavy like synthesizers. Um, they have a lot of flexibility and there's always a lot going on, but they are, you can definitely tell that they are like master musicians, right? Because like nothing is ever too much. Everything is always well balanced and well complements each other. And um, yeah, Tomomi Oda's vocals um, are great because she has a lot of flexibility in the way that she's able to sing, right? Because uh, she can sort of do like, that rap singing similar to like Kalatani Anon, but is able to use it as a focal asset rather than to become a distraction. Like, uh, I just think the mastery of their arrangement and the diversity of the styles that they mix really just makes them a joy to listen to. And I'm really looking forward to see what they have next. So. Yeah, I really, really like the singing style for, is it the clock blocks? Cracklocks. Cracklocks. I, I, I struggle with the name of this group, but uh, their their music is really re done really really nice. I do like them. Uh, the lead the the sing the lead singer singing solid has like a nice like bounce and flow to it, and it just it goes really well with the musical accompaniment to their to their music and. They, they they have some really really good songs mm -hmm. definitely definitely and as we continue on to Naki Goto these two pair um, vocalists here are still pretty new to the industry but just the sound that they make is just magical like Eru before them I won't judge them too harshly but I will look forward to what they have to do for the industry and their release of their first single this past April is a good step into the right direction. So let's start with you, Renford. Yeah, so Naki Goto, I guess delicate is how I would best describe uh, Emily Minakami's vocal style. And her, um, along with the lead guitarist Ami Okada's accompanying guitarist, really work together to create a light, hazy sense of atmosphere. Almost like mm. a light early morning fog at the crack of dawn, right? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, they, they don't have a lot of stuff yet, but um, I really enjoyed, uh, which one was it? Metropolitan. And uh, yeah, looking forward to see what they have next. Yeah, I really like their song, uh, Siki. Also, because I couldn't really find a whole lot of their music on youtube so like i got i was able to listen to siki 
and I was able to listen to Oyasumi Tokyo, which also was also really really nice. And uh, you know, hopefully we'll hear more from them in the future because I did like them and I'd like to hear more of their music. Um, so I I really like Naki Goto as well, and I'm looking forward to more what they have in store. I think Emily's voice is really cute and fun, and it surely captures you, especially with the the composition and music. I will say Emily reminds me a little bit of a Yui Miwa combination vocal-wise. <laughs> okay. I can see that, yeah. So, I don't know, she has this, like, soft singing a little bit, you know, kind of like a Yui sound, but when she goes a little bit up higher, she's not as high as Miwa, but she still has that that little bit higher pitch vocal range. Um, so, I'm looking forward to seeing more what they'll do. And I loved Metropolitan and Oyasumi Tokyo. I'm looking really, really forward to this to this band. And as we move on to Lapton, and they are a four-member high-energy pop rock band, just like how I love my female-led vocalist rocks, they uh, bring up that energy just tenfold, and I just love it. And with the release of their latest EP, they don't seem like they're stopping anytime soon. And yeah, I'm I'm really really excited for them, and hopefully, the future is very very bright. Let's start with you, Graham. Yeah, no, I really like this group. They actually reminded me of speed metal. I I, I lived in a house with a metal fan, so I I got to listen to a little bit of speed metal. And honestly, like if you listen to like the guitarists and the bassist and just like the way like they play the song and just like at the speed that they go the thing like it's really close it's not quite there but it's really close so i really really liked it 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 does have a bit more of a pop rock feel instead of metal so i guess that's why i like it more because I, i like pop rock i'm not a huge metal guy but definitely like that that really really good style I, th- I think the only thing issue I, I actually had with the, the group itself is I felt like the vo- like in all the songs they had on YouTube like the vocalist might need to be turned up just a little bit because she she kept she was just mm. also mm. barely bleeding through the music and and so it was a little hard to hear her and and, I, and like it's just this is like tweak the her mic just a little bit and I think it'd be perfect but other than that like this is a great group I really really like them and you know I, I actually would want to check them out a little bit more and you know I'm looking forward to see what they do next because I, I I liked it also the basis was just insane like that, that dude's bass line is just um so for uh I cannot say their name properly Lept Lepinet that's what I want to say, but I love the high energy because I like that high energy alternative. It gets you up and moving. I like how the songs are actually really well paced together, and I also love how their music videos. They're really, really wacky, which is which always keeps my attention span and really makes them show. And I think she uh, 
Shihono's vocals really resonate with you when she, because she's the one who brings a lot of that energy to the group. And I feel like it makes a big impact on you. Um, I really, uh, two of my favorite songs I had trouble deciding were Ocha, Ocharaka and Dora Machiku. Dora Mama, Dora Machiku, I meant. It was a hard choice because I kept going back and forth between both of them and I could not decide. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I believe they're called Lapantet, La, La Lapantet. But uh, La yeah, Pantet. anyway, so <laughs> Lapantet. So um, I didn't realize the first time I heard them, but listening to them again, I'm reminded slightly of an early polka dot stingray, right? Except with added keyboards, less guitar noodling, and vocals that are maybe a little deeper and grittier, right? Mm, mm, I feel mm, this especially with their most recent songs. I think their two most recent songs are um, like 10-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0-
<laughs> Once they get Ken, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Reverend? <laughs> oh, so Bright Lucy Television. I... I absolutely love this band. Like, I was not expecting to enjoy Naked as much as I did, but there's just so much charm in it, right? Like, it's just such a good tune. It gets stuck in your head. Um, there's just something so really enjoyable about the way that Fumika sings, right? She sings with so much, like, spunk and vigor, and, like, um, just the, the song itself just really... It it just it just sucks you in, right? So uh, I was able to find another song that they made. I think it was Hurley Burley, right? That's the song that they were able to release earlier this year, which um, is a, another great song. So I really hope that they're able to find a replacement. Or I mean, I really hope that Ken is able to start soon, and they're able to get another member to fill in on um, <laughs> what was it, guitar? No, bass. Yeah. No, they need a no guitar, guitar, <laughs> guitar, right? And because. There's a lot of potential here. There's a lot of potential here. Just like Chapman, right? It's just that they haven't reached the right eyes yet. So I hope they can get their stuff together because I just listened to Naked over and over and over. And I hope other people can enjoy it too. I mean, I wish I had much more to add to this, but everybody has pretty much covered it. I, I love Naked and I wasn't able to hear any of their other stuff, but... Man, it just saddens me that they, they, they've already fallen apart, you know. the the At least they still have like two members and they're still wanting to keep going. So hopefully they can, you know, put it back together and keep going because I really like this group. And, and I, I agree with Luna. The lead singer stands in an amazing way. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, well, Ken, Ken, Ken is gonna come to the rescue, so it'll be fine, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Darn Skippy. <laughs> I just want to meet her once. That's all I ask. Yeah. Babe. Gotta get in line oh, though. Yeah. yeah. I imagine the line's long. <laughs> <laughs> and continuing on, it's no Lala. They are a three-member. All female rock vocal rock band and yeah, their twin vocals are very amazing. Uh, it's like I'm looking at Tomomi and uh, I don't know, just just younger. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you know I I almost put something about that in my write up and I chose not to, but I I was this close, this close. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I. I'm looking forward to whatever they're going to do. It's it's interesting to to see what they're going to do now and with a couple songs under their belt, I it, the future is bright for them, so I can't wait. So, what do you thought about them, Rufford? Yeah, so no Lala's uh great um just uh no feels female vocal and emotional Japanese alternative rock, right? Basically kind of similar to what Scandal did when they first started right or maybe not when they first started but like towards the middle um the alternating like two singer dynamic between chiharu and miyasumi yeah does uh add a a bit of spice on this otherwise great classic recipe i enjoyed which one was it goodbye die goodbye liar yeah 
Yeah, no, I love I love these girls. They they remind me exactly of Scandal. That that, that was just the thing, because. And the reason I didn't mention them is because I, I started going off on a tangent. But, like, I, I love that they do that whole trade-off sort of thing. Because I, I really like that. That, that, that. Like, my favorite Scandal songs is when you have Tomomi and Haruna and they're doing that trade-off. And they're, you know, they're it's like it's like a, a, a game of tennis where, you know, they're serving the ball back and forth to each other. And, and I love the way that that sounds, and I, I like to hear that in the music. And so I really, really liked No La La, and, you know, definitely looking forward to hearing more of them. I loved Goodbye Liar. I really felt that was a really good standout song. And, you know, I, I, they're, they're really solid. So I really like No Lala as well. I like the trade-off between both vocalists. And it's just an amazing transition because just going back and forth, it just flows and goes so smoothly. And I'm going to add a little something different because they do remind me of Scandal, but they really remind me of Stereo Pony. Oh. I don't know what it is about their sound. Mm. Yeah. But that was the first thing I kind of thought. I can see it. I can see it. So... But I, they really got my interest in Goodbye Liar was just such an amazing song. And I had to listen to it more than once. It was so good. I'm looking forward to what they're going to bring to the table in the future. Let's move on up to Sankara. And I love these two vocals because it's, it's a nice introduction to our, our, next, our next artist after this. Where the smooth mixture of Japanese and English... You know, in my mind, it's it's like peanut butter and pickles. Or it might sound a little a little edgy on the bid, but for some people, just absolutely just love it. Mm, love that saltiness. Yeah. Hey man, oh. peanut butter and the, banana? No pickles. You said pickles. peanut butter and pickles. pickles. Ew! I love <laughs> pickles and I love peanut butter, but not together. Hey man, hey See, man, I hate pickles, you, don't kink shame. Oh, I love pickles. <laughs> I love pickles. I, I hate anything soaked in vinegar. You would it's not just, do. Oh, uh, you'd hate you the chips I bought. Well not my Philippines. thing. <laughs> you would not do well. So in I Philippines. have been told. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, I'll survive somehow. But yeah, you know they they really bring out that '90s to mid aughts era of rap, and it's a welcome one for sure. And especially in this day of age, where you know. It's more of a R&B heavy centric thing now, but Sankara has something very very interesting, and I can't wait to see what they have more. They just released a brand new mini album, so I'm excited nonetheless. What'd you think about them, Gary? Well, I told you what I thought about them earlier, but I will repeat what I said. Word up, these dudes are dope. Yeah, yeah, like no, they're great. I love these guys. They're amazing you know one thing i'm always talking about when i'm talking about with like rap or hip-hop or anything like that is the idea of cadence and flow and how especially in rap you you have to have that if you're not if you do not have that i don't know what you're doing but you're not making anything remotely close to entertaining for me and these guys have a really good cadence and a really good flow like they're just able to, you know, like you just want this like nice little wave 
that just go as you know through your ears as you as you listen to the song and like the, these guys have it like just straight up 100% I loved wash it's so good like the these guys are a blast to listen to and thank you Ken thank you <laughs> Um, so they actually reminded me of the 90s hip hop era and I freaking loved it. So I, their, their mixture of English and Japanese just flows so perfectly that the switch over when they do it, you don't even know what happens. It just happens like that. Perfect. Their music has that chill rap flow like it used to be, which is what I miss and I love. I think their song off is one of my favorites actually i know we didn't showcase that one in the show or on uh, the website but it is so good and i need to get this mini album because i really really love them i think they bring something very unique to the table something we don't see anymore in hip-hop yeah i don't really have much more to add um i really enjoyed uh your watch but i think my favorite song that i heard was rebirth uh, Toss mm. just has a really like uh, just like what um, Gray mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, cadence and flow is important. Toss has a really creative sense of flow in his rapping, and he's got a very expressive voice. Like w- in, when he raps too, right? And um, t- that coupled with uh, he has some great lines. He has a lot of great lines. He has great wit in both Japanese and in English. So it's uh, I really like the whole throwback feel. I really like the whole just you know real authentic hip-hop that's going on here right and so um yeah i enjoyed it a lot and continuing on it is syrup and if sankara's influence on the past syrup is the here and now with everything that he has done his every track is smooth as syrup as like i said in my in my corners there and ever since the the project of these things have come to mind it changed my stance on specifically this genre and syrup is probably one of them the main reasons why you know i I really do love syrup and um originally it came as like a surprise because i usually wouldn't be listening to this all too often but one song became two and three and pretty much his entire discography after that (laughs) And next thing you know, you're waking up to his music every morning and jamming out to well, it. Well, that's you, man. That's, <laughs> you. that's just you, man. But yeah, let's start with you, Luna. How'd you feel about Syrup? Um, I still love them. Since we did the corner on them, I love him. His music videos are as trippy as hell. Um, <laughs> but his style is a lot of fun with the combination of R&B, hip-hop, jazz, I feel like he has such a good mixture and he has such a soothing voice that can ju- that flows perfectly with his style. So there are several songs I loved, but I think Swim oh, man. was mm. one of my favorites. Mm. It's, it's, it is just... Speaking of trippy yeah. things, you know, <laughs> every single time I watch Do Well, the, the pan shot of that damn plastic bird just gets me every single time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Just like the random in- zoom in and zoom out and it's side swiping, focusing to the damn plastic bird just got me every freaking time. 
But yeah, no, Swim is an amazing song. I love that in Rain, but... And I also like Do Well, but I will say I love it when he does rap, mm. because when he goes from rap to singing, he has that per... He does it with such ease. It's just... I don't know how to describe it. It's usually, you know, when you go from rap to singing, there it's a little jerky. Mm. But with him, he has this ease about it, and I think it's because of his voice. It just flows without an issue. Yeah, so building off of what Luna said, just he's his voice is so smooth, and he's got so much soul in it. And, like, in fact, I feel like his tracks in general are just, like, they're, it's so soulful, for lack of a better word. Um... I think my favorite track is Pool. I feel like there's a lot of actual like sass in that song, which I really enjoyed. So yeah, Seraph is just very, he knows how to craft the songs in a way that really complement his voice, right? So I enjoyed that a lot. I don't even know where to start. I, lo- I love Seraph. This, and honest, honestly, it's really weird for me because by, all means I should actually hate him but because I don't do smooth like like smooth is like the thing I struggle with but I, I don't know the guy cracks the, the the code for me I guess or something like that he's just so good so good oh man I love him this his style just his musical sense I love the man's voice just the way that he carries the melody as he sings is so great like like my personal favorite song is Synapse. Like I just love the way like that song opens, and it's just got a really good hook. And I I that to me is like his best song. I mean he's got a he's got a lot of great ones. Like the ones you guys talked about are also really really good. But man, like I I mean, and you want to talk about a good way to start a day, like because because I work with a coworker. He loves smooth music, and so like what what I would do every morning, um, like in the last two weeks of work, is every day at the start of the day we would just listen to syrup on repeat. It, it, that that two thumbs up, like that was just the best way to start a day, and it just set the whole tone for the day. And and I I, I gotta recommend it. Like I'm definitely <laughs> gonna keep doing that because I love my syrup. Sweet as honey, and I love it yeah. to death. Continue on. It is. Dream I Me. So, Luna, why don't you take over? All right. So, Dream I Me was a member of Dream and E-Girls, and she was not an original member of Dream. She came a little bit later. But I, she has a very cutesy, you know, look and appeal and voice to her. But she also has a very powerful voice, and she showed that being in Dream that she had such a great vocal capability. So when Dream disbanded in, I want to say it was around 2015. I'm trying to remember exactly when they did disband. And she she went, she pretty much started to go solo by that point. They just disbanded in 2017. But she went solo in 2015 with Dora Suo Cinderella. And I was extremely excited when she did because she was one of my favorite members, but I loved all of them. So, and hearing her solo work, she has such a great vocal capability along with a cute voice 
which makes her very appealing and she still keeps that look of dream alive because she has very colorful videos and i think her songs really show showcase that as well i really it's hard for me to pick favorite songs by her but change my life was one of my favorites uh i also loved uh try everything which was used in zootopia the japanese version of zootopia so it was her version and I love I love Dresso uh Nuido Cinderella and uh XOXO. Uh but she had- and Love Fool. I liked her cover of Love Fool because I actually thought it was really, really fun. But she she's one of those singers that she, I she got really a lot more popular because when she started out, she wasn't doing like a ton of singles a year. And which is what I like. She kind of spaces it out and you're always surprised for her. You're excited for her releases. But I'm curious, Renford, what, what you think of her? Because I don't think you were on when we initially talked about her. Yeah, so I I can't believe I never paid more attention to Dream Army. Because I, I, I know she's been around. I, I don't think I ever really listened to any of her songs until the preparation for this podcast. But... I was missing out. I absolutely love Dream Army. No. Um she has such a sweet voice. Sweet I, I and it just it's so easy to listen to. Um I jeez, I I guess like I was complaining about like the J pop industry kind of getting uh I mean there's there's nothing wrong with Western influence, but I feel like the trend is like a lot of J-pop artists are just making songs that sound like they could be from the States or something, right? So I, I kind of really missed, like, that traditional sort of J-pop feel from, like, the 2000s. And I didn't really realize that Dream Ami was, like, kind of doing that the whole time, right? So I really enjoy listening to... Uh, my I think my favorite songs are Hayaku Ayatai and her rendition of Love Fool. I actually enjoy more than the original in fact i didn't when i start when i listened to it i wasn't paying attention to like the title of the song i just kind of like started playing it and i was like oh this this kind of sounds like loveful and then she started singing like love me love me right i'm like oh wow it is but i think her voice really suits that song and um geez yeah i she's on my radar for life now as long as she's around so <laughs> That's about all I have to say about that. I'm good. I'm glad. I I always get excited when people get to, you know, find new artists that, you know, they haven't heard before. So. And, uh, uh, Gray, what do you think of, uh, Dream Miami? I know you you were talking about her videos are very, uh, colorful. Well, that's one way to put it. (laughs) To me, to me, it's just. Uh, they're hard to watch. I mean, yeah, colorful's a word, and I don't know. It's 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 difficult to describe. Like, cause one of the things that you know I I like about her is like she she kind of blends like a a cute like cause you know like the cutesy I, I call it cutesy pop. Uh, I don't know another word for it, but I call it like cutesy pop. That's a pretty popular thing in japan and like one of the problems with cutesy pop is it's just too much it's way too cute and musically like like she has like a hint of that in it but it still like manages to be like pop so you can kind of get a little bit of that cutesiness but not it this overbearing monster 
And then you like look at the music video and it's like full cute to the T and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we tone this down a little bit, please? Like, dear Lord. It's just, it's just my, it's just my, I, I like her music, but every time, like, I would pull up one of her music videos, I would literally walk away from my laptop so I didn't have to watch it. It's just, it's just a little much for me, but I do like her music and her song's really good, and I, I really do like her, and I was, I was, like, I was listening to Luffle earlier, and I actually felt bad, because I was, I was like halfway through the song when I recognized that it was Loveful. And I was like, oh, oh, it's this song. And so like, I, I was like, ah, oh, man, I couldn't believe I, it took me a while to figure that out. But no, she does a really good cover of it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's pretty strong. I don't know if I prefer it over the original, but it's it's pretty much just as good. You, you know what's you know? funny? D You're complaining about something definitely. having way too much color nice. coming from the guy who just loves... Overdrive from Fantastics from Exile Tribe, where there's just bright flashing lights. <laughs> it says warning, yeah, causes seizures on color. it. On the music it's video. It's not color. It's not color. <laughs> it, not on the Apple Music. Not on the Apple Music version. It's of that not music like you're video. bringing in the iPad with you. That that, although, to be fair, I am a. Uh, I have used that music video to light my night. <laughs> but it's not the color, it's the it's the level of cutesiness that that, that I find. It's like Cinnabon. Well, if you have too much if you have too much sugar, is you can amazing. have a seizure too, right? Caesar <laughs> <laughs> just being fantastic. <laughs> well why don't you tell us how you feel about her, kid? I love her. I honestly love her. I loved her in Dream. I've loved her in E-Girls. She was probably one of my favorite members in Dream. And we're taking away happiness from the equation because I love happiness. Happiness is probably my favorite of the E-Girls. So, keep Karen, please. But, <laughs> Karen, please. Oh, baby. But, yeah, you know. I'm so excited that she continued on, and she lives off that classic cutesy J-pop to a T, and that's one thing I love. You know, I was, I didn't know she did the song for, for uh, what, Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah, I, I like the, I said this during the initial release when we were talking about Music Corner, and I was like, you know, I swear to God, this song sounds so familiar. Where have I heard this? And then I just clicked. It's the Japanese version of this stupid song in Zootopia. And I was like, oh, that explains so much with the music video and the guys dressing up like animals. Mm -hmm. It explains so much. But yeah, I, yeah, that, I yeah. have, I loved, I love Dream Mommy. So that's one thing that I will take to a T. One of my favorite members. I, I think, yeah, I think that's what she really she showcases herself with the cutesy pop and it works so well and I love that she's you know she stuck with it and is doing very well with it bring something different to the table yeah I'm sure thank you for that so with that it is Mad Kids up next so great why don't you take over yeah be happy to so Mad Kid is um, for those who didn't catch the original show where we talked about them they are a uh, five member hip hop group uh, they were formed in 2014 
and they are a hip hop group. Uh, they, I know you guys say they're inspired by K-pop. I mean, they were originally. Because <laughs> they are. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, but th- their original name was J Boys. So you know, take that for what it, for what it is. But you know, since we did talk about them, they their new album Circus has dropped, and you know that that is a really really good album. I. I love that album. I've listened to it several times. I found a new favorite song. It's it's difficult. I I'm, I'm torn in between the two, but I like for me personally. I like you know we talk about cadence and rhythm and like they they do hip, they do pop and they do and they do rap. So like you you have that blend of the two, and. Like, like the rappers in the group, because there's two of them, they're both bilingual. Like, you know, they, they can just turn on a dime and, and, and like just the way that the song flows, like when the rap starts, it fits with the music. It always does. It's never quite out of place. And it, it's just really well done. They're, they're, they're really skilled at their craft and I, I love them to death. Like, they're really great. Like I just learned about them like two months ago, and yeah, and like you know they're I love them, and yeah, my favorite song like it's it's really a toss up like because Puzzle is my favorite song. It, it is most days like ninety five percent of the time, but every once in a blue moon, Sayonara just really just edges that out a little bit because that song is gorgeous and I, I it was one of those songs where I heard it because I listened to like their entire music catalog and they had had a song like that and then and then so I wasn't expecting it when it was on the album I didn't know they had a song like that in them honestly that's why it surprised me I was like whoa where did this come from but my lord like like this the the vocals on that on that song are gorgeous the rap is just oh man it's just it's stunning like i love sayonara in um, it's it's almost a shame you have to pick up the album in order to hear the song because honestly i think they should drop that as a single because i i really think if you're on the fence of this group check out sayonara it'll probably change your mind it's just such a powerful song uh Ken, tell us what did you th- what did you think of these guys? <laughs> you really want that? <laughs> yes, because I I knew you'd be the more difficult one, so let's get you out of the way. Get me out. Um, t- all the recent <laughs> stuff is trash. I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be blunt. Ooh, if you ooh. listen to their slower tracks, because no, why are you trying to imitate something that is really popular? Don't do that. Be something different. Be something out there. Don't be like how the K-pop is right now. It's so weird. And I, I brought this up with our last music corner. It's so weird that they did this. And it's too balls to the wall style. I'd rather them do a slower track. Their, their, their track Summertime and Stuck on You is amazing. I don't know why they decided to go balls to the wall with this certain style and not focus on their much more slower track because their slower tracks are amazing it's really really good i don't know why it's it just blows my mind 
and they're great they're great those those two tracks their slower tracks is amazing it's when they try to go balls to the wall and be really korean that's when it it sounds just so generic in my mind as i shut up everyone <laughs> no no you're you're fine no you're, you're i, I fine. suppose i should go next to uh, get that out of the way <laughs> um well, to, to, to build off of what Ken said, so I agree with Stuck on You. Stuck on, Stuck on You is a great song. Um, yeah, I guess to a lesser degree, I, I, I kind of agree. I don't really... I, the newer songs don't really vibe with me all that much. Um, but perhaps I still have to listen to them more. But, uh, you know, I, I think that... You know, going by, you know, this comparison to K-pop, though, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they can... You know, they can they can dance well they can sing well they can rap well so they have everything that they need to um to 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 you know do well right um but it it, it might not be my cup of tea but I, I i respect them a lot and i actually genuinely really do like stuck on you and their slower songs as well so yeah, for me, like, because uh, I do agree with you guys, I tend to do prefer their slower stuff. Uh, Stuck on You, it's in the top five most definitely, like maybe like two or three for me. Like, I know like Rise is the very first song I ever heard by them. I I did like that song. Like, the song's really good. And Faith isn't too bad. I know that's their latest single. And I, I guess where it's on the front of the anime I watch every week, I got to where I love that song too. But yeah, no, it, you know. You know, I know they're not for everybody. I knew that when I picked them, but you know, I, I like them a lot. So, and I wanted to talk about them, so I, I picked them. Luna, what did you think about them? So, I they they when I watched them again, I'm like, oh, K-pop. Oh, oh, not K-pop. And I guess it's just the look of the colored hair, their singing style, their dancing. But I did, I mean, I did like the song Rise a lot. That was probably my favorite song by them. It just felt like, in a way, I mean, they have really good voices and their rap is amazing. But at the same time, I feel like I, I do listen, so I listen to a lot of K-pop. Um, I don't advertise that on a show because it's about J-pop, but I do listen to a lot of K-pop. And... There's so many K-pop boy bands that come out that I can't remember who's who unless their name is plastered all over everywhere. Some I like, some I don't like. Um, in a way, they kind of remind me of a lot of just the K-pop ones that get pushed out and they keep pushing them out. Not saying they're bad. I think they're very talented and they definitely have the vocals and dancing and, you know, stuff to show it. I wish if they would maybe branch out a little bit more because, you know, like in a lot of their ballads, they do showcase more of their vocals. But I'd like to see what more they can do and do do something more like Exile Tribe. They still have that vibe of, yeah, they got the great dancing and all that stuff. But at the same time, they don't remind me of K-pop or like American music. They did their own thing. So I want to see what Mad Kid can do. If they can branch off a little bit from the K-pop and get rid of all the colored hair <laughs> and that style. That but... I think that's the other thing that really throws me because it's, you know, that's like the in thing over there. And that's what you see a lot of the groups doing. But I, I 
I want to see what else they're going to do in the future, too, and see if they're going to keep their K-pop vibe going, because K-pop is huge in Japan right now. Mm -hmm. So, in a way, it's a great marketing ploy Mm. to get a lot more people to grasp on, especially fangirls. So, and... So, in a way, it's like a double-edged sword. Like, yes, they're a little generic, because they remind me of just some of the regular k-pop boy bands that come and go but at the same time it's a great time for them to do this is now because of that's in like k-pop is in and always charting so i go back and forth on them but i am interested to see what more they'll do plus summertime summertime is sponsored by corona and you can't be corona (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I forgot that song was sponsored Sorry. by Corona, but you are completely right, though. So, yep. <laughs> Go right ahead, Renford. And they do have super catchy songs, though. So that's the other reason K-pop gets me is the damn catchy songs. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was gonna say like it's 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 we're making all these comparisons to K-pop, but I guess it's important to take into consideration that this is not a K-pop group, right? So I guess if you look at it that no, way, I thought they were when I first watched right, them. Right, I think we all did, but I guess if you look at it that way, right, like. There aren't a lot of groups in Japan that are like that have this sort of K-pop style yet, at yeah. least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess from yeah, that point of view, yeah. they are you know novel in that in, 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 from that perspective. And yeah, I, I agree. Like I think it all depends on what they do from here on out. Like J- K-pop is so popular in Japan, so it's it's mm. I'm sure like it's 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 really interesting for their for their their fan base to see a group like them come out. But like they have all the potential. To like you know be a you know a, a popular group and and to become even more, but it all really just depends on if they're gonna like just let the trends kind of decide whether they stick around or not, or if they're gonna become more of their own thing, right? Mm. So I would like to see that. So yeah. But yeah, thank you for that and for me getting triggered at <laughs> six p.m. at night. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're all. It's midnight <laughs> here. It's eleven here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, as mm-hmm. as we can continue on to, she is summer. Yeah, there. <laughs> she's there. <laughs> first day of summer today. First. So she is. She summer. is summer. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think she should just change her name to Summer. That way, that way the way the name just makes straight sense. sentence. Just straight yeah. sense. Yeah, the longest day is tomorrow. So yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every single track that she does, it's it's so so good. I just and the persons or the people that compose her songs just knows her strengths and weaknesses, and it's it's something that is a a delight because. She can do a really emotional song, or she can do poppy songs around the team, which I just love. Yeah, let's. Uh, what have you thought about her, Renford? Oh my God! So she is summer, Miko. I, I was trying to think of a good way to describe her voice, but I can't really. Like I, surely, like she does remind me of a lot of like idol singers. I mean, she comes from an idol background, right? But like. There's something endearing about her voice. I think it, it like I, I said that Dream Ami has a sweet voice. I think she uh Miko and she Summer has a, a sweet voice as well. But there's a tinge of like um I don't know, some sort of uh quality I can't really explain. But when I listen to her sing, 
there is actually a lot of flexibility in her voice. She isn't traditionally like a, you know, a strong singer, right? Like she doesn't like have like super belty like R and B vocals or anything like that. But like, she's got a really cute voice, and it's compared to other you know idol esque singers that have cute voices. She isn't a one trick pony, right? Like you said, she can sing other styles of music. Like I think the the more recent song Highway Records off off of Miracle Food is a really good example of a song that allow, allows her voice to really shine as not like a it's not really a poppy tune. So it. It really just brings out those um, extra qualities in her voice that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, so she's definitely on near the top of my list, uh, and my favorite song by her is Highway Records. So, yeah, for uh, she is summary. Now, I really, really like her voice. Uh, for me, I think the song that I really drew me to her was "Darling, Darling." Just like. For me, that song feels like music from like a bygone mm. era, and th- that music video just looks like it's straight out of like the seventies or eighties, and and I really really like that song, and like I I, I think I've listened to that like two or three times just because I just found that song really good, and so um so I will say she a summer really kind of charmed my charmed their way in because. Miko has a really this voice that sticks with you it's super it's sweet but not too sweet and you just want to keep listening to her songs because she has this feel-good vibe for them they're super catchy and her music videos are a lot of fun on top of it I really enjoyed watching her and hearing her voice I love seeing what she's going to do next just because what Miracle Food was a really great release and she's one I look forward to new songs and videos coming out and I'm really glad you introduced her to us Ken because she is amazing and I would see she has summer videos pop up on recommended for you but I never clicked on them so this kind of gave me the chance to click through and check out all of her music and kind of get sucked in to her charm Damn Skippy. Damn, damn Skippy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, next up is Riri, so why don't you take it from here? Um, So Riri is a, I would say, R&B singer with an extremely Western style of music, and you can hear that by her voice and just the composition of her music. And not only that... Uh, her mentor is the original AI. So AI is a I is a Japanese R and B singer from I don't know if she doesn't really do music anymore, but I was a big fan of her. I still am, and she's done some amazing songs. And she really helped mentor Riri and bring her into what she is. And you can hear that in Riri's music. And not only that, but her vocals, she has some, uh, she's one of the most powerful voices I have heard in a while. And you can hear that in her song, Rush. I mean, and as her debut song, it is amazing. And That's My Baby is another one. You can just hear the power behind her vocals. And her English is phenomenal too. She incorporates a lot of that into her songs. 
she also did come to the U.S. and got to do, like, something called the Dream Support Project Award, which she got to sing at a lot of different um, places. There's a little documentary on YouTube about it, and it's, like, 12 minutes. I highly recommend you watch it because it's really interesting, and you get to learn a lot more about her in that process, which I thought was really interesting. Um, Riri just had a new EP drop called Summertime EP, and the main song used off of it is Love Love featuring June Flow. And I think it's a pretty fun song. And I just like that she, she, her voice fits with the Western style. And for her, I can see her doing well in both Japan and the U.S. just because of that style. Especially in the U.S. If she can jumpstart her career in Japan... And she could get her foot in U.S. doors. She has that style already. So, and I think that's what she wants, is to be an international singer. So, I would like to see how where her journey takes her and where to lead her. As being so young, she's 19. So, she has a long career ahead of her, I think. Um, but I'm curious to hear what you think of her, Renford. Yeah, so, um, again, Vivi is another artist. I did not really pay attention uh, to until um, the preparation for this podcast. But uh, yeah, I so I really like the song Honey um, a lot. <laughs> it was stuck in my head um, all week along with the, all the other songs. But um, yeah, at 19, she has a bright future ahead of her, right? Like she has, in addition to the power in her voice, she has a lot of youthful energy uh, in her voice, right? She has like really eager expressiveness and enthusiasm. And that really comes out in her songs. And that's why, like, her vibes are contagious, right? Because she always sings in a way that just, I, I don't know, like, she enjoys what she does. And, like, it, it gets it gets stuck in your head. Um, I didn't realize that she was mentored by I. So that's really interesting to me, um, considering how, um, you know, I has collaborated with a lot of artists, right? Mm-hmm. And she she's from... New York, right? I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I can definitely tell, like, she really, exactly as you said, Luna, Um, I can see her. She, she does, like, the perfect mixture of, like, Western pop in a way that's, like, makes sense to Japanese sensibilities as well. So, like, I can see her doing well here. I can see her potentially maybe, like, trying to do well overseas. Like she has a lot of potential, and I really enjoy listening to her a lot. Yeah, and I yeah I had to look look into that, but uh, she had signed to I's record label, uh-huh. so I thought that was super fantastic. And I apparently helped produce her. It was like uh, acted as a producer and advisor and everything. And like that's pretty cool because you can she her and I have a little bit similar voices because mm-hmm. I has that really deep, rapsy voice that's extremely powerful. Yeah. So I can. It's one of the, it was unique, you know, and I forgot all the collaborations I did till you mentioned it, you know, and M-Flow was a big one. So, um, Gray, I'm curious to hear what you think, because, uh, I think it's been a little while since we, I don't know if you were on the podcast with Riri when we did her. No, I don't think I was. I'm fairly certain I was out that week. Uh- I was supposed to be on it at last minute. I, I, I like I had to work if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. But, no, she's certainly interesting. I could see why. Oh, 
Is it happy? Oh, Rifford, which was your favorite song? Oh, honey, again? honey. Honey, that's it. Honey. I can okay, see. I'm not missing. I can see why that song's catchy. Like, like I, 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 I listened to that and I was like, oh wow, okay, I can see that. But honestly, for me, I, I liked maybe one day. I thought that was a really good song, and I, I felt like that song was a really good display of her vocals and just like her range. So th- that to me was probably her best song, and yeah. I, I agree with you guys. Like, she's got the, she's got pipes, and at her age, she's got a she's got a good future ahead of her. And uh, Ken, what did you think about her? Again, because <laughs> I know we deeply discussed her. Yeah. On when we did her for Music Corner. Yeah. So it is interesting that she wants to really do try. I remember her 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 goal was to be the first Japanese national to win a Grammy, right? Yes. yes, yes, yes. So, you know, the thing is that she started thinking about internationally right on the outset. And that's good. It's it's interesting that she decided to do that. And the Western feel is very, very apparently so. So it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen with her in her career in the future. So we'll just wait and see. Hopefully she'll uh, get the Grammy. And then uh, we can say you can hear it, hear it here first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I'll watch the Grammys <laughs> for once. I haven't watched them in a long freaking time. I don't have time to watch television. <laughs> Let's make like a bet right now with the listeners. Like, if if she wins a Grammy, then you gotta give us like you gotta donate like a thousand bucks to us each. But if if we're wrong, then we don't. We'll 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 give you. We're gonna do uh, uh wine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Y11. We'll, 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 we'll do something. Oh, Harbor. <laughs> sounds like a good deal, right? Yeah, like, we'll do something. We'll okay. do the alcoholicos. <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> something. We'll think about it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for that. And let's continue on with Man, and with Man with a Mission. So, Gray, why don't you take care? Yeah, uh, Man With A Mission, they are a hard rock slash dance group, which I always thought was weird because I don't think of dance much, but they, they call themselves a dance pop group, so we're going to we're gonna go with it. They've uh, been around since 2010. They are the men on that uh, sing on the stage with the wolf heads, and if you watch any amount of anime, you have got to have come across them at any point in time uh they just had a new single come out called remember me i think we're all kind of mad on that on that single honestly not 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 every song's always a knockout park but still overall their batting average i think is really high they're, they're a really good solid rock group they've got great vocals the guitarists know what they're doing they have a really good sense of sound you know, there's a solid, solid rock band. Luna, I know you're you're not their biggest fan. Uh, have you had a chance to check out more of their work, or are you still kind of meh on them? Um, I'm still kind of iffy because I did listen to more of their stuff. I will say, "Take Me Under" is still my favorite song, but I also really liked "Find You," and I feel like I didn't listen to that one before, but that one really stuck with me. And I feel like I do need to give some of their music a little bit more chance because they have a pretty hefty discography, you know, a pretty good variety. And I know I haven't even yeah. touched most of it yet. 
because it, it, I don't know where to start, you know, album wise, but I, I'm, you know, I do enjoy some of their stuff and Dead End Tokyo was, grew on me quite a bit, but I think they have really distinct vocals, you know, and it reminds me of my high school days in a way with some of the, some of their music style a little bit. Yeah. So it gives me that nostalgia yeah. vibe with it. Yeah. And I do like how perfectly they switch from Japanese to English and vice versa. Oh, it's on a dime. It's it's on a dime. And their English is really clear. Like there's no, I don't want to say lisp. There's no accent. That's, that's the word I was looking for. There's no it, accent so, when, they, when they talk. It's, it's like me and you talking right now. It's like how clear it's like switching English with is. ease. It's so good. Yeah, they switch yeah. with ease without anything. It's just like switch on and off. That's what my cousins joke when they switch their languages. It's like that. You don't even, you know, so smooth. Yeah. You wouldn't even yeah. know. And that's what I love about them. Just that perfect yeah. transition. And they do it so well with their music and how everything just flows together perfectly. So I did like that. And I do want to listen to more. I want to keep listening to more of their stuff because I think I'll find more songs I like as I go. I, I, I will say I didn't I didn't mention my favorite song. It's Raise Your Flag. And I don't, I don't know if you've checked that one out, but that's a, that's a really really stellar song if if you need a if you need a musical recommendation like raise your flag is really good it's a good anthem song that gets you pumped and ready to like start a fight honestly in, in a weird way just because you know you're you're raising your flag for what you believe in ken tell us your 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 mildly recent thoughts on on the mission <laughs> <laughs> so you know it wasn't too long ago that we talked about it, it's so, funny with so it's, it's like, funny with them because they're they're like my Nishinokana where early Nishinokana so not now but early Nishinokana where there would be a song where it's just simply amazing but then the next song they release is simple garbage and I can't agree with it and I just don't know why they, they fell into that trap where one song is really 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 good like Razor Flag really, Razor Flag is really good but then the next single right after that I don't even remember because it's straight garbage <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think I, I think I've talked about with this with you off air specifically with Man, of, with, Man with a Mission because I'm, I'm kind of like that too like there's they I have like a hit miss with them like sometimes I really really love their music they're really they yeah hit, they're, they're really good amazingly just mind blowingly good and then when they miss it's like what were you thinking guys but like I said I still think on average their batting average is still above par and uh, and that that's why you know I wanted to talk about them and give them like this highlight but yeah it's no I I, I totally feel where you're coming from and I, I actually <laughs> agree with you in a, in a lot of the sense i i really do Renfer. <laughs> um, oh no <laughs> grace us with your uh feelings with man oh, with a mission. i don't want to bring the mood down um so well, hashtag, bring it down hashtag for nation i mean we, we just talked about how they were hitting this yeah that's true yeah so that. they i really really agree with the hit or miss just because uh, i don't know they've been around for a while i i had a chance to go see them when i went to um the rock uh, sorry, the Rising Sun Festival in 2015, but uh, I decided not to. I guess at the time, there weren't really uh, any songs that I really connected with. So, like, I did a little more digging uh, in preparation, and so I'm glad that I did because 
I I don't know if I really like like the more just kind of mm, like rock anthem kind of songs that they do, but I I do like how some songs they do give a more like new metal or like alternative metal kind of so- sound. I think I like those a lot more. And I think for like the singles that I I have heard that give that sort of vibe, maybe like I like Database. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a pretty good song. Yep. Uh, that has that sort of energy. Yeah, that was actually the first and, song I uh, ever heard by them because. You know, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I, saw, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that song a lot, and uh, I think when they do that sort of, when they do music more in that style, it's a lot more interesting to me. But um, I don't think the songs that they make otherwise are bad. It's just I don't know. It just I don't know. It just it it doesn't stick with me. That's yeah, all. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Like it sounds like you're more in line with yeah. me and Ken, which is okay, fine. Okay. Perfect. But yeah, that's fine. That, those are my thoughts on them. So, so I'm gonna take the wheel right, take the right wheel. to the wall as we as we go into <laughs> Ghost Like Girlfriend. We only have two. As left. we go we into Ghost Like left. Girlfriend, and you know <laughs> what he does, it's what Kobayashi does is so amazing it's so so good like there so many things that i would love he does in an artist and it's it's something that i look forward to every single release he does every single time no matter what and you know oh not kobayashi uh, excuse me i have to i have to edit that too okobayashi oh okay okobay <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm picking up. I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure what the name was, but I was like, ah, Kobayashi didn't sound right to me. Okay, sorry. Continue. Okobayashi there, <laughs> but he shares my namesake. He's also another Ken. <laughs> mm. But yeah, you know, Okobayashi with his girlfriend, girlfriend stuff. It's amazing when it was supposed to be just be a one and done thing. Everything that I just, I just love everything, just everything. And now that he signed with uh, Emi Records, he's in it for the long haul. He can't escape. <laughs> so, I know how you feel about this, Renford, because I shoved him down your throat every single time you came to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So why don't you explain what you like or dislike about him? <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Um, yeah, I. Really like Ghost Like Girlfriend. Um, so, it, it, it a very feat is that my, my girlfriend likes Ghost Like Girlfriend. And she doesn't really know why. And she doesn't like anything else. But, you know, <laughs> she likes Ghost I, Like Girlfriend. I have to talk to her about this. <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah. Um, I like how over the course of his career... As Ghost Like Girlfriend, he's, uh, he's experimented with a lot of different sounds, right? Like, if you want to look back at, like, Fallen, uh, how would I describe Fallen? I guess Fallen is more of your, uh, your maybe, like, dream pop, kind of indie rock kind of, like, song, right? Mm. But um, since then, I remember we were talking about, like, a song, like, Shut It Up, right? It uh, might, might seem a little jarring, might seem a little more experimental, but, like, no matter what he does... He has such a good sense of uh, what's musical, right? And so mm-hmm. he's always trying to expand uh, his, his sound palette. But uh, he does it in a way that's organic. And I like uh, 
Okobayashi's voice. I think it's it's I don't want to it's it's almost like a there's almost a haunting quality to it, right? Like um, mm. he definitely through all of his songs uses it uh to create a sense of atmosphere, which you kind of just like fall into, right? Like it's it's great. Um, I my favorite song is still Room. Um, I there are a lot of other songs I like as well, but yeah, that uh, uh, it, it reminds me of um. I don't know. It reminds me of a room. <laughs> okay. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh, hi, Gray. Oh, hi, Greg. <laughs> so, Gray, why don't you go on? I know you had difficulty with him. <laughs> yeah, he, he was... He was the the last one that I struggled with. Like I, because I, I heard his, I heard I listened to several of their songs, and you know I didn't want to just be like dismissive and be like, oh well, you know this isn't really my thing, so I'm not going to try. And so you know I spent uh, a good hour on the this this afternoon just i don't i got to the point where it felt like i was hitting my head against the wall which is why i started texting you because it's like i just, like i said i just don't want to hate on somebody because i just don't like them but i did i struggled with but i, I finally did find a song that i genuinely love and it was it's a uh, tommy no hana oh, wow. like, because <laughs> I'm, I'm that, that song <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's but that was that song was beautiful. It was absolutely gorgeous, and I, 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 to me, it didn't sound like uber experimental, and I guess maybe that's why I liked it. But also in that particular song, like I could hear his passion and emotion in his vocals, and and I, that really gravitated me towards the song, and I I could really feel something there. And, and that was like a, a song that really kind of broke the, the, the that barrier, which is which is always great because once you find like that barrier breaker, you can kind of find more songs that you like. You just have to keep going through them a little bit. And, and I think I think I've talked about this earlier in the day. It's you know it, you know mindset and mood can always really affect your your listening style so like when i was getting frustrated that you know i was struggling to to find something to like it was making it worse in a lot of ways and so now that you know i found a song that i like that i can kind of lean on and it's like well you know i like this song i can go back and listen to his other you know more of his stuff and you know i might have i'll probably have a different opinion because i'll have a different mood and mindset when i'm listening to it Yes. So I know you've talked about Ghost Like Girlfriend quite frequently, and I just haven't checked him out until now. So last night, I was really tired, but he was the last person on my list to listen to. And I actually listened to several in a row because I couldn't stop. I think I liked the his relaxing music and that he was it was so mellow. And his voice, I think, was very soft. And it made me kind of calm down and, you know, just, I think I was in the mood to listen to that type of music, too. Because I, I was also really tired and ready for bed. <laughs> but I had several songs that I absolutely loved. And 
I, I couldn't decide between three of them because I listened to, I don't remember how many I went through. It was, I spent a good while on Ghostly Girlfriend going through all the songs. Um, but Fallen, Sands, and the same one Grace said. Hana, why am I, sorry. Kami no Hana. That was the other one I really liked. But I just couldn't decide between all three of these. It just put me in this really nice, chill mood. And I liked his voice. I thought... Kami no Hana? I don't know. I think I was just in a mood for something very soft and relaxing. And that really... And he really appealed to me. And lastly, as we hit to number 40, at the four-hour mark... (laughs) It is... And my bedtime mark. (laughs) It is... We, we passed my bedtime an hour and a half ago. It is LOL. So. Yes. So I will. I guess I'll, I'll take over from here. Yes, LOL was indeed our last group. And I, I will be honest, they were kind of a last minute late. And I guess it was fortuitous that soon after we did this, they announced that they would be doing another a new uh, single, which caused great upset in my soul for about a week and then they were like oh no it's just a dude featuring it and it's like oh okay so it's still the five and they just have a they just have a guest on on the next one so Woo! bullet dodge no. they just baited me so hard i'm so mad <laughs> and and you have that right like i i i, I said i'll say it put the fear in me i was like oh no 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 and then yeah they uh yeah it's just um yeah, DJ Koo is is, is guest of he's being featured in their upcoming tenth sing, single, but yeah, LOL. I mean, we I've talked about them eight hundred times. They started back in twenty fourteen. It's a five member uh, dance unit. They blend uh, hip hop elements with pop, and you know they they. They get paired to AAA. I think we're going to get a few more AAA comparisons <laughs> today, and that's Sorry. fine. But to to me, they're they're different, and that's and because like I again, I'm not familiar with AAA, but I'm not ultra familiar with AAA. Like to me, there is a very distinguished difference between the two. But you know, I I like them. I think they have a they're, they're five members. They complement each other really well. They have a good blend of song and dance. Their, their dance is not super complicated, but it's complicated enough to keep your attention. And Hanukkah is just kind of the backbone of the group. Every time she breaks out in a rap, it's really good. All of her rap breaks are great. And not every song that they do has a rap break. There's a couple of songs where they're missing some members, like uh, The Girl Is Mine. Well, the girls are not in that, it's just the guys. So, Yusuke and Naoto, those are the only two guys in that are singing that song. And then, Three Piece is only the girls. And you have like these various songs, and in Three Piece there's no rapping. You know, they, they do have a little bit of wide variety. Uh, they do various speeds and stuff but i like them i I, I really like them they've been a a a pleasure to listen to and everybody knows i've fallen in love with them so i i don't know if there's too much more i can add my favorite song by them is boyfriend so 
Let's see. Rimford, let's start with you. What did you what did, what do you think of LOL? Yeah, so I uh LOL is another artist on this list that I um had I I've heard, I heard the name of. I've seen the name of but I, I haven't I, I never took the time to listen to them yet. I had the impression that they were, you know, just another triple A. But uh listening to a bunch of their songs, um I guess if I want to draw a comparison to AAA, I'd say um, they, their music is, um, I guess it, it sounds a lot closer to uh, Western pop than AAA's music did. And I, they definitely have a lot more flexibility, like uh, the rap uh, that um, LOL ha- uh, has in their songs is is. is actually really good I thought so um I guess that's another defining characteristic that separates them from AAA but um yeah I really enjoyed the song uh Sayonara no Kisetsu I thought that was a really um catchy song really nice song to listen to and so um yeah I probably gonna listen to it some more um yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. <laughs> um, so I also kind of, you know, they do remind me a lot of AAA, and I, I, you know, listened to a lot of AAA back in the day. But they do have a lot of really catchy songs that I love, and I think they do bring that, like Renford said, that Western style to to it more than AAA did. But Trigger is one of my favorite songs because it's so freaking catchy and it kept getting stuck in my head over and over and another song that i really enjoyed especially because i think they can do ballads very well when they do them is i i uh i I really really love that song it was absolutely gorgeous and i'm looking forward to a lot of their future songs because they do have you know they do have something that does make them stand out a little and they have some their catchy beats is one of the things that gets me is they get stuck in your head and uh, they have some they actually have some fun dancing and some fun videos. So I'm excited to see what else they uh, they'll bring to the future. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I actually like them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rip about them being triple a 2.0 but you know they do something a lot that is unique about them and i've kind of thought it through they when they do their not overactive stuff i want to say their high energy stuff i think it's really good Uh, their song ice cream is really great i really really like that song it's one of the probably one of my favorite songs by them so I wasn't expecting you to say ice cream right Boy, there. It's, it's, it's summertime. I want ice cream, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. It's ice cream time. Mm. Yeah. Although I still haven't figured out what ice cream of love is. Uh, maybe I'll figure that one out. Well. <laughs> well. But, you know, it it took me a while, but hello. they have their own thing going, and that's fine but the thing is that they're associated with avix of course the triple a comparison is going to come and i think once they start 
breaking out just a little bit more. The rap does help, honestly. The rap does really, really help mm-hmm. to break them apart from AAA and break them apart from that stigma. And being reverse harem kind of also does help. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's, it's good here. Yeah. So thank Always you for that. So hopefully you guys liked our part two of our Corners Roundup. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Next up will be our last and final part where we break down what are our top five favorite artists. Should be a shorter one than this one. But yeah, thank you very much. You can find the site at ongakudu.com. You can find us at all the social media sites at ongakudu for Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at OTYKen1. You can find Gray at Ongaku Gray. Luna at Lunamarie87. And Renford at Renford D. I want to thank our two affiliates. Koryu Hunter, he's a Japanese Twitch streamer and our good friend. You can find him at, at twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K Y O R Y U H U N T E R, and our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He's a Twitch streamer in his own right. You can find him at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T I M B R T A F T. I want to thank you guys very much for enjoying part two, and hopefully, you guys will enjoy part three. Thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha.